hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Glitchy Pancakes Rec Room. We're doing something a little different this week. We got bonus content. Uh, I'm Jesse. And I'm Rob. And we are going to tell you about the coolest stuff that we know about so that you can go and enjoy it. Um, that's what Rec Room's going to be, this little uh, shorter episodes, bonus content type of stuff where we talk about stuff that we like and why we think you would like it too. So, Free DLC, um, man. Free DLC. Yeah, that's what exactly. Free DLC, <laughs> Free DLC yeah. that we will drop we at random unexpected times. Right. <laughs> We're and, not uh, greedy. We'll share, 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 share. <laughs> yeah, we're here to destroy your TBR pile and right. make you make you spend all your money on IndieBound and elsewhere getting cool You're stuff to enjoy. You're going to hate us. You're going to hate us. <laughs> I, think they, I think they might already a little bit because the last couple episodes, you know, we put in the in the episode notes, we put all the things that we talk about as like recommendations. That one with uh, that episode with Cherie, we ended up, those show notes was like 15 different <laughs> books for people to go pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen, dude. I, I, I'm going to get. I'm going to get tears of happiness and tears of sadness as long as they keep me uh, paid in tears. I'm good to go. Yes, exactly. We can make that happen. <laughs> so keep me paid in tears. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So that's what the rec room is going to be. I'll, I guess I'll kick it off. Um, I what I spent the last few days doing was finishing up a video game I've been playing on my PS4 mm. called Control. Um, mm. You heard of that one before? It's I like, have heard of that game before. It wasn't one of those like huge blockbuster things that you, that like everybody right. knows about, but right. it won it won a couple of major game of the year awards. Like I think it was IGN's game of the year for last year. Um, and it's it's just it's bizarre. It's an action adventure game, a lot of first person shooter elements to it. Um, but I'll just give you a little breakdown of it. So it, it's you play as the director of this organization called the Federal Bureau of Control, which is a secret. A department that deals with um, supernatural and otherworldly and other dimensional phenomena. Right. And no one knows they exist. And they operate out of, and this is really important to the game, one of the coolest things about it, they operate in this place called the Oldest House, mm-hmm. which is this giant um, brutalist architecture style skyscraper in the middle of New York City that no one can see. Right. No one knows it's there. Um, it right. kind of only is found when it wants to be found. And the interior dimensions of it, as far as anybody can tell, are functionally infinite. So it, it reminds me of uh, uh, Strange Fate and Doctor Strange's uh, Sanctum uh, Santorum. Mm. Those houses. That's what it reminds me of. It, it reminds me of those houses. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of weirdness like that, too. Like things get, right. uh, you know, there's a. Um, there's like an invasion of, of this um, other dimensional force that's that's messing with things inside the oldest house. You're there to, to fix the problem. And what? so you end up with like these places where like entire large – the architecture itself is just like it's, – it's intimidating and, and like uh, it just – the whole game is super atmospheric because you have these like huge, massively intimidatingly large rooms with the brutalist style of like concrete architecture – and then sometimes you'll have these places that shouldn't exist and that like places where entire rooms are like twisted into these turning tunnels. And meanwhile, you've got these uh, like people that have been possessed by this entity that are so you got like office workers, basically, like that's one of the atmospheric things about this game is that you're walking around what's essentially an office environment, but it's pretty much right. empty, makes it super creepy, except for you got these people 
like office workers, former office workers floating in the air, all repeating this mantra, those, this strange <laughs> series of words in unison everywhere you go. <laughs> the sound design in this game, it is like, it is, it is unsettling. It's not like, <laughs> it's not a horror game, but it'll, it'll feel like it at times. Um, right. It's pretty innovative combat. Uh, it's a lot of fun to play, especially once you pick up like your telekinetic abilities. Um, so, but it has like, it has the feeling of being in, I don't know, a, a mix of like a Twilight Zep episode, Twilight Zone episode and like a David Lynch movie. And David also, Lynch. yeah, it's like, it's really right. just bizarre Twin mind peaks. bending stuff. Yeah. Twin it's got that kind of like that right. real oddness to it. Um, right. But it was a lot of fun to play. Um, you, you, I really got into it, enjoyed it, finished it up and, now I'm turning and starting on uh, The Last of Us Part 2, which I've been waiting on a long time. I played uh, The Last of Us Remastered um, also on PS4, and that's one of the best games ever in terms of storytelling. And also like the crafting, the combat, the stealth, that's a lot of fun. But I'm not right. deep enough into that one to talk much about it. But for anybody who's into like action-adventure games and especially likes just weird fiction kind of stuff, then yeah, definitely check out Control. That's a fun play. So that's that's the game I've been playing. What uh, what have you been nice. into? I have been playing my Nintendo Switch, <clears throat> and while I have a PlayStation and I also have an Xbox One, um, I've been playing this game called Ninjala. Okay, it just came out. Um, it is like a mix between Splatoon, if you know what that is. <laughs> okay, you probably don't know what that is. Splatoon. <laughs> And Super Smash Brothers. All right, I'm interested. Right, so it's it's basically the game itself. What it involves is uh, it talks about ninja, right? So ninja were you know what you know what ninja are you know what ninja are, right? They after the wars they were prosecuted in this in this particular universe, and so they left Japan and went all over the world had kids, descendants, who are descendants of ninja. Um, this one guy, he's a scientist, but he's also a descendant of Hattori Hanzo, one of the most famous... Uh, um, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? One of the most famous was it, was it romanticized... The sword maker? What, 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 one of the famous uh, romanticized uh, warriors. Oh, okay. And, um, and uh, he uh, he's a scientist now, so he's trying to create this bubble gum, and I, I know, this bubble gum <laughs> that uh, kind of has, I guess, genetic memory, key, makes people uh, latent ninja potential come out. I love uh, that. During an experiment, the machine he was using exploded. And one of the people that was working with him was a bad guy, plot device, and tries to, <laughs> tries to, tries to take him out. And he takes a piece of the gum and he chews it and he gains these abilities. He can, All right turn you know this gum this gum he can put on his shoe and make him walk on walls like ninjas he's really fast he can create weapons out of it and he beats the bad guy um okay. but it turns him into a it turns him into a child his lab assistant grabs a piece of the gum it also turns her into a child i say assistant but she's probably his lab partner mm. um I, I say lab assistants because i think they both were just working with him Right. Um, the two people that were there, one was a guy, one was a, uh, a girl, and mm -hmm. they they might just be they might have just been working on it all together. 
Um, right. I'm not 100% sure on that. I, I was just watching it kind of ha- halfway when it, before it came out. But anyway, the game is a <laughs> combat game. It's a fun game. Uh, it sounds like it. It sounds like it's, like it's got a little bit of silly to it. It does have a lot. Of, it's, 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 it's very kid-friendly. Um, cool. Unlike The Last of Us, which is still a great game. But not, not, not kid, kid friendly. friendly. Nowhere near. <laughs> no. It's very kid. It's very kid friendly. And I was actually going to talk about a different game, but decided to talk about this game since you talked about those games. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of give a balance out for kid friendly stuff. I know this podcast is a very kid friendly, but parents who listen to this <laughs> podcast can tell their kids, "Hey, I know this game that we might want to play together." And if you get the game on Switch, you don't have to have Switch online to play those games with other people online. Which okay, cool. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, that's Which that's cool. that's good for balance because like the ones I was talking about are both like if you're if you're struggling with your you know with your mood or with anything like that right now, they're not really going to lift your spirits. Um, right, but the one you're right, talking right. about, N- Ninjala, is that what you said it's called? Ninjala. It's bright. It's bubbly. It's free. Most importantly, it's free okay. That's awesome. To, it's free. It's free to play, and you don't have to pay online services to play the game online with uh, with friends, and um. That free to play model, it's cool, but you know, watch watch out, parents, because you know your kids old and your you know older kids will want to run through your credit card to get all the cool stuff that comes with the game. But don't yes. let them; they can unlock watch it. Out. <laughs> they can just unlock never, it. Just play the game. <laughs> never give them your credit card anyway. <laughs> never, never put your credit card. That's words to wise. Never put your credit card or your debit card on a account where your kid has access to it. That's just asking for fifteen hundred dollars worth of Candy Crush. Charges oh, yeah. on your card. Oh, there are um, some horror stories out there about that. Oh, yes, there are. But I that mean, sounds like fun. I think that's a right. that's a good that's a nice like that sounds actually. You know what? I think I'm going to take a break from The Last of Us too and go check that one out. <laughs> Do you have a switch? This is, Do you have a switch? It's a, we have one here. Yeah, it's not mine, Sweet. but you know, I'm, I'm allowed to yeah. commandeer game systems in my house. So oh, yeah, commandeer, um, dude, and download Ninjala and play it. And if you ever get a chance to get a switch, please get one on your get one of your own. Oh God, they're so. Great. I want to, but when I was looking oh. last time, it was during the it was during the sellout oh, yeah. period where you couldn't find one anywhere, and actually we did manage to locate you... one, but it was it was the kid's birthday, so that was I didn't yeah. get that one. Um, I don't know if you could find one now. Uh, I don't know if they're they're probably manufacturing them now. But if you decide to get one, I would get the classic switch because you're able to hook that up to your television and play yes. it from there. Not that's the, the one I'd like. Right. I'd want that versatility where I could play on my TV if I wanted to. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a grown exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> we're adults and they have good games that you can play in that we would love, right? So, yeah, those that's the game that I'm playing uh, currently. Cool, cool. Well, that's the play. That's the game that I'm playing currently when I'm not playing the other main games that I play. You know, right? Um, well, I've got next. I've got a, a book that's just been on my mind recently. It's not one that I'm uh, currently reading, but it's just it's a great one that a lot of people read, but I don't feel like enough people know about just because not every person has read it. And I think every person should read it. Um, is the library at Mount Char. Um, you heard of that one before by Scott Hawkins. I have not heard of that one. Okay. It's, it's one that, um, Damn it. that <laughs> well, now you have <laughs> the library at Mount Char. It is, this is, it got my attention because it is a big favorite of a lot of other authors, like a lot of other authors that I follow in science fiction, fantasy, horror, right? they were going on and on talking about this book and how great it is. And you know, that's a pretty strong recommendation when you have like well-established authors saying 
I wish I could write something this cool or that I, that I right. enjoyed this much. Um, so it's, I'm not going to describe too much what it's about because that's, that's frankly almost impossible to do. Um, yeah. It is a, it is just a complete, uh, it's just a mind bender of a book. Like there's, it has to do with a, I'll, I'll speak in vague terms, a repository of knowledge uh, of all the knowledge in the universe and some very, very old beings who are um, in a position to access and know certain parts of it. Um, but there's, there's no way to describe just the strangeness of this book. It, it's one of the ones that it absolutely sucks you in right from the beginning. And it just keeps getting stranger and stranger, not in the sense that you lose the thread of it. Like it's, it's not that it quits making sense and just goes like full on, you know, I'll bring up David Lynch again. It's not like that where right. you, you can't keep track of what's happening. The plot progresses nicely that like you get more invested in the characters, but the more you learn about the world, these characters inhabit, which is earth. It's, it's happening here, just not within view of what we can normally see. Um, you, you, the further you get into it, the more you just get locked into this, like, what if this could exist? You know, like what if, what if it could actually be like this? And then by the very end of it, you're just left go like with this simultaneous feeling of like exhilaration. Like that was one of the coolest things I've ever read. And also what the hell did I just read? I don't, I don't <laughs> like you just, you find yourself wandering away from it. And, and the way you'll end up recommending this book to your friends is I really want you to read this. It's one of my favorite books. I can't really tell you anything more than that. <laughs> and you'll know what I mean. You know, it's not, not to keep secrets. You just can't really describe it. So um, the library at Mount Char by Scott Hawkins, I'd recommend that to anybody. Um, and it's just, it's been on my mind more and more lately. And I think I might need to go do a reread, but that's, that's one I would, I'd point anybody in that direction. Um, you got anything? Oh, you've been, you've been reading a really, uh, really interesting book that we talked about on the, uh, on that zoom call recently. You want to talk right. about that I've one? Right. I've read it. Um, I've read it, uh, a few times. Uh, I've, my, my kids have, have probably been halfway through it. Um, and, and I got, I bought it for both myself and most importantly for my two sons, because I think it's an important book for them to have, uh, as young men. Um, the book is, uh, it's called women in gaming, 100 professionals of play. And it's written by Megan Marie. And it's, if you are a person, how do I say it? If you are in the industry of mm -hmm. uh, a video game developing, this right. is a book that I probably every CEO of every company should have on their desk or in okay. their desk or somewhere around because it's, it's, it's really a catalog of some of the top talent Mm -hmm. top female talent in the industry and it, it gives you their bios their stories um what they do what they what they've been a part of what things they've worked on it even goes into easter eggs they've put in the games oh cool and it's just i mean some of these i mean these are incredible people yeah <laughs> so is, is it kind and of like a who's who sort of thing it, it is like a who's who and it's oppressive who's who and the cover is mm. probably the coolest cover I've ever seen. It's a hardback book. It's heavy. It's uh, it's published by Prima Games. Prima, and Games. it's okay. about it's about twenty four ninety. That's about twenty five dollars. Okay, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's it's a it's a it's a coffee table book, and it's worth having in your house. 
It is. Okay, so it's like a, in a coffee table book. You mean in the sense that it's something that like somebody can just kind of pick up and flip around in it, and it's, it's still and it's it, like entertaining to read. It's entertaining. It's entertaining to read, and it, 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 that's great. It's it's. I say you should get this. I, I would I would suggest it for uh, uh, young women and young men who also want to be game developers, um, and uh, little girls and young women who have interested have an interest in gaming. But I think that little boys and young men should also have this book. I think this is a great birthday gift for a young man who wants to be a, a video game developer because it's important for him to see the people in this book and to get to know who these people in this book are. I think and that's maybe a great game mentors. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Like that, I think that's a great idea because especially to show it like to, to uh, any kids who happen to be right. into um, any child. and might want to be video game developers. Cause for one, that's a viable career. Now you can go into that right. industry. It's not like it used to be like a dream thing but like it's that's such a huge industry now that it's you can legitimately like kids can aspire to that and actually achieve it um you can i think that's a great thing like for them to see from the beginning just because there has been so much bias against women in gaming right um and there continues to be you know it's 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 blatant and and open and out there um as well as subtle and and the kind of stuff that happens behind the scenes so getting to kids when they're younger and letting them see like hey this is what the people who make the games that you that you like and you want to make this is also what they can look like yeah so you know um Younger people also, can see it and 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 not grow up with the idea that this is right. you know a, a male dominated industry. Like get that idea out of their head to begin with, so they never even consider it to be a male dominated industry. And if they go into it, maybe they'll be the type of people who, if things are you know still biased in that direction, it'll look strange to them because to them it's not that's not what it's supposed to look like. Like this, wait, no, right. why is it all like? Why is this all men doing this? Or why are the women getting pushed out? That's not how this is supposed to work. Like we, we got to, we need to get the younger generation thinking in that direction so they can, you know, get things on the right track and, and keep them there. Uh, page 79 of this book says difficult women, the importance of female characters who go beyond being strong. It's by, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's written by Ali uh, McLean and mm-hmm. he's the director of the, the working lunch. And they, there, there's these little things inside it just it's an incredible book it sounds like there's a lot like not just about the like it's kind of a who's who but it also has like right like it's already it's got stuff also about like writing certain types of characters women in gaming across the board right it's a it's a celebratory book and that's cool covers so many different things uh a, a lot of different people are a lot of different people are are featured in the book and i mean it's a, it's just a damn good book, and it's a book that people should pick up. Mm-hmm. It really is. I think that sounds great. Actually, video games should have in their home. I, I agree. Yeah, and and that's uh, Women in Gaming by who was it again? Uh, it's, it's written by Megan Marie, um, and it's okay. uh, it's published by Prima Games. So right. I'm assuming you can go on Prima Games and pick it up. I'm not sure if they even still have this book. This book's printed in Canada, okay. and um, well, it's called we'll Women in Gaming: One Hundred Professionals of Play that's that's fantastic so um well yeah we'll find the we'll find the links to that where people can pick it up um and right. we'll put it in the show notes we'll put it in the episode notes like we do for everything else there'll be a list you can go and like click on the notes for this episode we'll have links to where you can get everything we're talking about may not do that so yeah. much with like tvs and movies and video games because like you can right. find the you can find those so you don't need you take your ass to netflix you know how to go to netflix and go to the xbox <laughs> exactly <laughs> you take you're your not gonna have links. 
Yes, you're not going to have any trouble. Um, it costs extra to get me to come to your house to find it for you on Netflix. Costs <laughs> there extra. <you> go. <laughs> That's the, the podcast free. We charge for special guest appearances to find the shit on Netflix for you. Yes, exactly. If you can't track down our recommendations, we will come to your house for a reasonable fee and uh, take over your remote long enough to show it to you. Maybe we'll, you know, a little, an extra few bucks, and we'll make you some microwave popcorn real quick before we leave. Right. So we might exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, we, we've got we, a lot of we, we have a lot of offerings. We have got a lot of things on we offer do. here. We have a large menu. <laughs> Large menu offerings, no large menu of service. It's it, no, none of no, nothing like no that. Sexual, but nothing like pretty that. much just it's pretty much just involving um, Netflix and various snacks. That's right. pretty much what we offer. <laughs> right. Right. As, as far as we right. go with it, but so so what go. we mean is we have we do have a very extensive <laughs> menu of snacks though. Like I just want to put that out there right now. This this yeah, we just want to make that. Dis- disclaimer: <laughs> We only offer <laughs> right. Netflix, Hulu, and, vi- and Amazon Prime, whatever video. Th- that's the mm-hmm. only stuff we offer, and we might make you popcorn for extra. We we might make you popcorn. If we I got might. any leftover Halloween candy, I'll bring that along in a sack and leave it behind too. It's um, going to be the worst Halloween candy too. It's oh, it's gonna, oh, it is. I, I already took it's all the good stuff. Corn. I'm just gonna. It's right, gonna be the right. Necco wafers. It's gonna be like. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Hold on now. Necco wafers are good. Hold on now. We have a problem. Listen, we're going to get into pancakes this. Is over. We're dissolving the Gucci pancakes over fucking Necco wafers. All right. You know what? We need to. We, we need to. I, I, I'm told that in a business setting, you should never discuss religion, right. politics, or Halloween candy. Or how you, that's right. Okay. We're, we're, we're done with it. We're done. And we'll never discuss yeah. pineapple on pizza either. We're done. Oof. Yeah. All right, Oof. we're not getting we're not getting right. into that. We're, we're we're gonna have to do an I entire think, separate episode on that one. Oh yeah, um, just pineapple on so, pizza. I mean, It'll be completely outside our wheelhouse, but we'll make it. At work. At some point, we have to talk about food. Our name's Glitchy Pancakes. At some You're point, right. we have to talk about food. Oh yeah, I actually have an idea. I'll talk to you offline about that, but I have an idea for. Ooh, this is bad for yeah. you guys. You guys are getting <laughs> fat. Oh, God. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna just gonna leave. Wait, bro. Our goal is for everybody who listens to this regularly to end up buried under a pile of books and delicious food. I can, I can hear you saying. I can hear you say it while you were saying it. That's why I laughed. I was like, yeah. you knew where I was going with that. We're yeah, just we're trying exactly to destroy y'all with uh, with with fiction and snacks, and we'll we'll get there. Ayo, I'm gonna throw some healthy snacks in there too. No, I'm throwing healthy healthy snacks. That's in there right. Too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, sure. And hyperallergenic we'll, snacks. We we we'll make you sure can we cover have the some bases. <laughs> you can have some fruit if you wanted, I guess. But uh, speaking of Netflix, <laughs> the uh, the last one that I had for for this rec room was I finally got around to watching the Netflix um, anthology Love, Death, and Robots. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It really is. Some of the animation is it's quite the showcase of really innovative animation. There was some stuff I'd heard about it beforehand about that it was very like male gaze y, you know, like it was. Um, there was a lot of a lot of focus on. I mean, I I don't have a problem with you know sex and nudity being used in uh in visual media when they advance the story, you know. However, right. but I did right. know that there were there were definitely a few where it just seemed like they just kind of shoehorned in some stuff. I mean, it's all animated, but still, it's like the animators were just like, this doesn't take the story anywhere. They just wanted right. to you know they just wanted to shove some boobs into this episode, right? Um, right, right. And it's it's, I mean, like, it's a little it's annoying to see that, but that's, that's only a couple right. of them. And for the most part, the anthology is, is very, it's these uh, relatively short, like probably, I think they're around 15, 20 minutes long um, 
maybe a little bit longer, but it's these short little vignettes um, done by different animators, written by different people, all in the realm of science mm-hmm. fiction. And some of them are, are really touching and deep, and some of them are, are exciting. And they all pretty much all do have some element of what we love about science fiction, you know, just that, that right. sense of getting lost in other worlds and just feeling that kind of wonder about the possible. And you add that, the add that to the um, really striking animation styles on a lot of them. And it's, I'd say that's worth a watch. I mean, with, with the caveat that there's, you know, you might have, may have some issues with the way that women are represented and treated in, in a couple of them, but um, it's definitely worth you know taking a look. I enjoyed it. You, you know, what's messed up. Is mm-hmm. that while you said while you were saying that, I started thinking about back about the episodes, and I'm just like, "Well, damn, he's right." <laughs> like, uh, right? Just, it's I, like I, 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 you don't see it. You don't see as a as a guy. You just I just didn't see. I was thinking purely about the beautiful animation and getting lost in kind of the story. And I did have my issues with some of the some of the stories. Was like, okay, that's just lazy. But that's right. all it was. I never thought about it being male gaze and. That's the point. That's why mm-hmm. you, that's why we do this. Ooh. Right. Is, is to hopefully, you know, start catching that stuff and noticing it. And we've got, you know, we're going to be doing another little uh, short type of episode um, that we're going to drop occasionally where we talk a little more about current events. And uh, right. we're going to we're going to get a little bit more into that topic um, on the right. next one that we put out. So. Um, okay, that my that is Netflix. all the recommendations that I had. That was my last one. Was Love, Death, and Robots anthology on Netflix? There will be a second anthology. Don't know when that's coming out, be. but um, there will be another one coming. And it'll probably be better. It'll, pro- it'll probably yeah. be better. It'll probably. I bet be it will be. You never it'll know. Probably. I'm gonna watch it either way. Right. They got um, a second chance. I think it'll be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, that's um, uh, that's my recommendations. Uh, you got any more? Or are we ready to get on out of here and uh, and and go on with our lives and get on to the next I episode? Got- of course, I got more recognition. I, I like to hear myself talk, dude. I have to, <laughs> I've got, That's fair. I've got a little bit. I've got a little bit of recommendation. Okay, so the, well, Netflix uh, recommendation there was um, Space Force. I'm oh probably yeah, I haven't on watched the that yet. Third episode, and I'm not even going to explain it. Just watch it. It's funny as hell. It's funny. Steve Carell <laughs> is doing his thing. Notoriously nice, Steve Carell is doing this thing, and it's 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 really it's really funny. It's That's Jane Lynch. Good. It's really funny. Oh, Jane Lynch it's is in really it. She's funny. fantastic. Oh, she's fantastic. I, I you know the synapses. I just said it. The title. <laughs> yeah, no, That's it's already like <laughs> right. They're not trying to. They, they, yes, watch it, please, please. All right, you guys I'll are my people. Out. Watch it. Mm-hmm. It's it's hilarious. You'll have a good time. I'm, in, I'm on like shot. the fourth episode. I'm not even finished with it yet, and it's good right now. Um, those are my recommendations. Um, all right. Yeah, that, that's all I really have to say. So I guess I don't like hearing right. myself talk as much. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, just wait till the next one. You'll you'll you get to hear yourself again. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, thanks everybody for listening, and um, really hope. By the way, thanks to everybody who listened to the episodes that we have started oh, uh, dropping. We, we really appreciate, appreciate the feedback you. and people who have downloaded and listened to it. We hope you're enjoying it. You can always uh, email us at cakespod at gmail. Uh, if you uh-huh. have suggestions for episodes or ways that we can improve it, make it more enjoyable for you. Um, 
always remember to find us at uh, you can find our episodes and stream them at glitchypancakes.com or find mm-hmm. us on Twitter at glitchypancakes. Um, that is right. You can also, if you want to, find me, Jesse, online uh, or on Twitter at Jesse underscore A underscore Adams. Uh, Rob, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter as well at EI Blackout. I A I B L A C K O U T. EI Blackout. Yep, so come find us and follow uh, follow Glitchy Pancakes on Twitter. We're trying to build a little community on there. And uh, again, thanks for listening. We hope you uh, hope you enjoyed these recommendations and we will have more and more of those coming for you in the future. So thanks for joining mm-hmm. us and we will we catch y'all next we, time. We, we hope you enjoyed the rec room and join us again for the next one. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye everybody. Bye bye.